Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then let's play. But that team us too. That gives us two. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Rob College Tailgate Show is on Saturdays. I do that every time. It's the Rob Bro Show. I've got so many shows around here. Can't keep them straight. It's the Rob Bro Show on Talk 103.9. Thanks for joining me. Uh, it is Overreaction Monday. Text in your overreactions, 806-855-3712. 806-855-3712. I've got some overreactions of my own. Uh, and if last week's overreactions were anything heading into a, an open week. Oh, man. Or coming out of an open week, heading into a West Virginia game. Then you have that 48-10 to 10 appearance from Texas Tech. I think you can imagine what my overreaction might be today. Now, I will say, that was for six games. This is for five games, obviously. You're now favored against Baylor, which I thought you would be. You're favored probably against Kansas. Oklahoma and Iowa State are a pick So I would assume you'll be favored at home against Oklahoma unless they go on a tear. I don't see that happening. So just bear that in mind for my overreaction later that you're probably going to be favored for your last five. You're not going to be favored in Fort Worth. Though I've got an overreaction about that as well. I think they're trying to play a little. TCU, that is. I think they're trying to do some gamesmanship. And it's only going to bite them. There's no opportunity for this to work out well for TCU. Zero opportunity. Zero opportunity that playing around with ticket sales ends well for anyone trying to keep Texas Tech out of their stadium. It only hurts. It only hurts. You just have to embrace it that Texas Tech fans want to travel. And you could certainly take a screenshot from the fourth quarter of the West Virginia game and make some asinine comment about, yeah, the alumni don't want to be there. They'd rather go to Fort Worth because Fort Worth is better. No, it was the students that were so bored of hammering West Virginia, they went to Chimmies and wherever else. I'm not opposed to that. 
people come for a good time, and if you're hammering an opponent, I don't care if you leave. Now, some people are the opposite. They want you to come and stay the whole time, but it is what it is, man. People want to be entertained. And if they're leaving because you're winning 48-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter, so be it. You're winning 48-10. to 10. I'm not going to complain about that. And by the way, fans deserve to leave if you're getting beat 48-10 to 10 at home, too. I wouldn't complain about that either. Now, you want a full stadium at the end of a game, sure. And you don't want people leaving during a close game, sure. I would assume the same thing's going to happen when Kansas comes to town, though. Baylor will be a sellout and full. But night games are different than afternoon games. It's also a weird time. 2 o'clock is a weird time. It ended up being more like 2.15. Uh, but, but I, I don't like the two o'clock kickoff. I don't know why it's so much different than a two thirty or three, but I, I'm, I, I'd rather have a six o'clock or an 11 o'clock, especially on the road. I want a 11 o'clock is great. A two thirty just kind of weird in the middle of the day and two o'clock even worse for some reason, even though it's only 15 minutes before. More overreactions from the world of Major League Baseball, too. Uh, the overreaction has to be that the Astros are going to sweep their way to a World Series. Good grief, they're not going to lose. And the Phillies are hot, sure, but the Astros are just on another level than anyone else. On another level than anyone else. The social media team for the Astros is also undefeated. Doubling down on their broom graphic against the Yankees was a brilliant move. Just a great move. And we'll get to some text overreactions here. Uh, I believe every store within a 50-mile radius will be out of Texas Tech number 5 jerseys by this time tomorrow. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, overreaction, Morton is going to be a, a Heisman finalist his, seen, uh, his season... Morton is going to be a Heisman finalist his season year. Senior year? I don't think he'll be here for his senior year. Um, I think Baron Morton, you might get two years out of him. Sophomore, junior. I guess he's technically a sophomore this year, so you might get a junior, senior out of him. Uh, but if Morton starts the rest of this season and then starts a full season next year and is, you know, does zappy numbers... Uh, or at least has you know 350 yards a game and 40 touchdowns and takes care of the ball, you could see him gone after one full season. Uh, I think he'll play two full years. I, I hope he does, but you just never know. You never know. Uh, overreaction, but the he the Heisman finalist bit, uh, yeah. I mean, that means Texas Tech is good, though. Um, and I would caution people. I think this roster was much more complete than people thought. And you're losing a lot into next year. Um, you might take a bigger step back next year with a lot of young talent on the field. A lot of redshirt freshmen, a lot of true freshmen playing in spots next year that you just don't have this year, especially defensively. Uh, you're going to be playing a lot of young safeties 
corners, uh, your linebackers, uh, defensive line. Now, some of these guys can return, but if they opt not to, uh, if you opt not to have some super seniors there on the defensive line, you're going to be really green next year defensively. Um, and it's hard to have a Heisman finalist if you're, you know, seven and five, but if you get two more years out of Baron Morton, that second full season will be a Heisman finalist. I agree. Uh, overreaction TCU is a four and three team with a seven and oh record. Hey, I don't know that that's uh, much of an overreaction. I really don't. I think TCU is the horned frauds right now. Um, I think you absolutely can beat TCU. I don't know that Adrian Martinez would have beaten TCU, but Will Howard, if he was healthy the whole game, he might have. Uh, I thought Kleiman coached poorly after the big lead. He got tight, and that's been the knock on him. That's been the knock on Kleiman that he doesn't know how to put teams away at this level. Um, now, he they, they just also don't get up often. They're generally playing close games, and he's a much better close game coach. Uh, but once their third-string quarterback came in, it was pretty much over. Overreaction Monday. Oh, my goodness. Baron Morton and Tech will win the Super Bowl. I think Baron Morton will win a Big 12 championship. But I'm re- overreacting to the entire state of the program. Uh, and again, not just because you beat West Virginia. I thought this earlier in the year that you can see legitimate strides that if you trust recruiting, if you trust the process, if you trust that this staff with Blanchard and Joey and Nance are recruiting well and recruiting athletes, you're going to start having more talent deficit wins like you did this weekend. You're just flat out better than West Virginia. Baylor, I don't know. I think Baylor has had some tough draws. They had a tough draw against West Virginia and Morgantown. When you have a 4-1 to turnover margin, you're not going to win a lot of those games when you're giving up four. But I think Texas Tech in this new Big 12 absolutely has an opportunity to start winning Big 12 championships. And I think with Baron Morton and the athletes that are coming in at wide receiver and the defensive athletes I think you're trying to get and opting for and going after in the secondary, I really believe in this team and this program. Now, you do have an opportunity here to start doing some things you've not done in a long time. Uh, After winning a home Big 12 game, you have an opportunity to win back-to-back Big 12 games, period, that don't involve the worst team in the Big 12. Or arguably does, but again, not Kansas, who's in a time where they weren't winning any games, you were beating them and somebody else. I think West Virginia is maybe the worst team in the Big 12, but still a good team. I mean, they would be competitive in the ACC, and I truly believe that. Just look at what they did against Pitt and Virginia Tech. 
And Kansas, Kansas beat Duke. Duke's over there five and three, and and beating ACC teams. They hammered Miami. So if you're looking around at this Big Twelve, this Big Twelve is really good. And I don't know that they have uh, a playoff team, but they have a lot of teams right below the playoff level, and then the rest of the teams are right below that level. If you went one through ten against the SEC, you might go six and four with the top four losing and the bottom six blowing out these SEC teams. It probably is an overreaction to say Super Bowl uh, because you can't play for one of those. But uh, Sugar Bowl, New Year's Six, sign me up. It's the Rob Rose Show on Talk 103.9. Overreaction Monday. Text in your overreactions, 806-855-3712. We'll get to them. We'll get to so much more as well. I got some overreactions for the Dallas Cowboys as well. We'll be back after this on Talk 103.9. News, money, sports. Welcome back. Rob Rowe Show. Talk 103.9. The Arctic Air Studios. Uh, overreaction Monday. Texas Tech will smoke Baylor and take down the Frogs in two weeks. I'm also still waiting for the late season Sunny Dykes to show up and finish 1-3 and three down the stretch. TCU... In the last several seasons, probably five years, have been decimated by injuries. I mean, they've been a pretty good team. I mean, they recruit probably fourth best in the Big 12. But they've just been terrorized by injuries. They're the healthiest team in the Big 12 this year. And I think that speaks to a lot of what is going on in Fort Worth right now. They have a ton of consistency. And they've not had a single star go down. Uh, now Chandler Morris, obviously the starting quarterback goes down week one, but Max Duggan comes in and is probably who should have been starting from the first place. Overreaction, Tech will smoke Baylor and take down the Frogs in two weeks. I'm here to tell you, the first half of that is not an overreaction. I just don't think it is. I th- I believe it. I-, I don't think... Now, here's the problem. Texas Tech is not used to winning. And we're about to find out if Joey McGuire can stop his guys from eating the cheese. If he can stop his guys from eating the rat poison. And go out week to week like it's a brand new week. You have to flush wins like you flush losses. College football, football in general, but college football in particular is a week-to-week sport. Hell, sometimes it's a half-to-half sport. You cannot sit there and say, oh man, blackout, oh man, night game, 
Oh man, Patrick Mahomes in the house. And come out flat against Baylor because Baylor is still a good football team. Who got incredibly lucky that everyone was down last year and that Oklahoma State couldn't score in four plays from inside the one. Big 12 champions. Jonathan Garibay missed his only kick of the year in overtime to not beat Baylor. Not in overtime. In the regular season to not go to overtime against Baylor last year. That's how close you were to beating him last year in Waco. And if we want to talk about the Lubbock difference, if we want to talk about the Jones atmosphere, and we want to look to games like Texas and Houston where it really helped, multiply that by two at least because it's a night game in a blackout. If you're under 25, you don't remember the Jones in a blackout. You've seen them. You've seen them. But you don't know what it was like in the Leach era with the blackout. You might have been at the Halloween one in Oklahoma State 160-6 or whatever it was. Keep Lubbock weird or whatever Cliff tried to say. I think a lot of people are going to wake up to just how good the Jones can be. And if you're looking at it, Murray State, Houston, Texas, West Virginia, all go down in Lubbock. Overreaction Monday, Texas Tech will finish undefeated in Lubbock. I mean, double down, triple down, quadruple down, whatever you want to do. Baylor, Kansas, and Oklahoma are not coming into the Jones and winning. Basketball went 18-0. Texas Tech football can go 7-0. No doubt. There is zero doubt in my mind. This overreaction, my overreaction today is the Cowboys and Chiefs in Arizona in this year's Super Bowl if Mahomes and Parsons stay healthy. Uh, we do a thing called helmet stickers on the Raiderland. I'll, I'll extend it today. Uh, helmet sticker to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in particular for getting down early once again and clawing back quickly and then just destroying the 49ers. A lot of people said the Chiefs exposed the 49ers. No, the Falcons exposed the 49ers. The Chiefs beat them. Destroyed them. Also a helmet sticker, not to Parsons. Now, Parson deserves them. Parson deserves all the helmet stickers in the world. But I think the true difference on this defense in the last two years has been Tank Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence was tired, beat down, carrying the defense, injured through 2022. He was done. Then he re-signed, and Dan Quinn came into his life. And that guy had a pretty good year last year. He is dominating this year. He's dominating. And you're like, well, the edge rusher doesn't have any sacks. I don't care. That is not what he is here to do. That's not what he does. 
That guy eats blocks and dominates the run game. Dominates the run game. It's really impressive what he's done this year. Uh, moving on, another text here. Overreaction Monday. Barron will be a first-round draft pick when he declares. Texas Tech wins out but gets snubbed from the Big 12 championship game. If they win out, I don't think you're getting snubbed. I think you're just not getting the tiebreaker. Um, snubbed is a good word for it, though. I mean, I think us Texas Tech fans and uh, Red Raider Lubbock people can really live with a chip on our shoulder sometimes. So it is snubbed. Yeah, you know, you're right. That is the overreaction. Uh, and, and Baron Morton, a first-round quarterback, I mean, why not? At this point, uh, four of the five Big 12 games on November 5th are awaiting kickoff times. Overreaction, this is unacceptable. A new TV contract should cap this to two games max. I'm I'm happy the TCU-Texas Tech game is that because if TCU wins and Texas Tech wins, that's going to be a primetime affair and a huge game because that's going to be 5-3 and three Texas Tech. Ooh, overreaction Monday, you're ranked. You're ranked 25th if you beat Baylor. You're ranked 25th if you beat Baylor. That's my overreaction today. Uh, we'll come back after this. We've got a lot more text to get to. Overreaction Monday's blowing up. And uh, some questions on Neil Brown as well. The West Virginia coach for now. We'll come back after this with more Rob Bro Show on Talk 103.9 brought to you by, well, insert yourself there. Call the radio station. Ask to be the sponsor. We're in the Arctic Air Studios. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Bro Show. Texas Tech blacking out this weekend. Uh, sorry, Texas Tech fans blacking out in the stadium this weekend. Uh, it's going to be a black, black, black uniform combo as well. 14 and 12, the record. In the blackout uniform since 2009. You know, I was looking at the. The uh, Uniform Tracker, they do this. It's called Uniform Watch. They do it in the uh, game notes. Okay? And I, I came to a realization. Since 2009, you are undefeated in black, red, white uniform combo. You're also 5-1 and one in black, red, red which you wore most recently against the University of Texas. You're also undefeated in black, gray, black, 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 gray, and all gray. Interesting. You are defeated in black, black, red, black, white, red, and white, white, red. Burn those. 
burn them to the ground. Don't ever wear them again. White, black, white, 500. And there's a bunch of combos you've only worn one or twice, once or twice. Red, red, white, 1 and 0. But it just struck me when you're the home team, you're three and zero when wearing gray. Not included in the throwbacks. Should we bring back gray? Is that the overreaction today? Should we bring back gray? You know, I know a lot of people didn't really like it. I didn't like it either. But if you win in it, just saying. Uh, the Astros are hotter than spicy mustard. Yes, they are. They are very hot. And the Phillies are hot too, but the Astros are just on another level. On another level. Uh, This, I'd like to give out a reverse helmet sticker to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers for ending my teaser and not covering plus one and a half. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, you should definitely have a reverse helmet sticker for that. Uh, Best thing to happen to Texas Tech this weekend was the defense finally completing the three turnovers during a game. Shows growth on that side of the ball. Yeah, we talked about it uh, on the Raiderland that this was a brand win for Texas Tech. You hadn't done the take three yet. You did it. You played complimentary offense by scoring. You were aggressive and six of seven on fourth downs. You held, held them to less than 300 and got more than 500. I mean, anything you want to do, any metric that... Joey McGuire has ever said, you did. You ran the ball. You took care of the ball. You took the ball away. All of these little metrics, these truisms that Joey says about winning games, you did. You also played harder, were tougher, and more competitive. I mean, that is the brand win. You played a complete game. You never laid up. You never let off. And you dominated. You love to see it. Uh, congratulations on being mayor. You've got my support. I appreciate it. I thank you. Um, and this, uh, he also asked earlier, I don't think I got to it, if he's going to have a fundraiser with beer and barbecue, I'm in. Uh, absolutely. We will throw a, a barbecue mixer and uh, have everyone in. Overreaction Monday, we sweep the Big 12. TCU looks ahead when they play us and we can make it cost. Then after that, we rush the field at East Jones Stadium. If Texas Tech fans has fifteen to 20,000 fans in Fort Worth and, and you beat TCU, I mean, if, if $50,000 is the fine for a university not protecting its players, if Texas Tech fans rush the field in Fort Worth, who's responsible? Who pays that fine? I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question, Texter. Um, I don't think, and let me be clear, I don't think you should rush the field in an opposing stadium. But if it happens, it happens. Uh, I recorded the Texas Tech-West Virginia game and was re-watching it yesterday, and it was hilarious watching the halftime show. The analysts were going on and on about how good Texas was with viewers, and they could end up in the playoffs. That did not age well. No, it didn't. And, look, 
I think on an overreaction show a couple of weeks ago, maybe after the Oklahoma game, my overreaction was that Quinn Ewers was the best quarterback in the Big 12. I don't know if I believe that anymore. Uh, I guess Max Duggan right now is the best quarterback in the Big 12. I think Baron Morton with two straight games over 300, 379, and 325 is up there. Adrian Martinez is injured. Blake Shapin is inconsistent. Jalen Daniels is hurt. Jason Bean is not a top quarterback. So just current landscape. I mean, Quinn Ewers looked really bad against Oklahoma State. The same Oklahoma State defense that allowed two quarterbacks to look pretty good in the previous weeks. It's a tough look for Texas. It's a tough look for Quinn Ewers. They're definitely out of the playoff picture. They're not out of the Big 12 conference title race mathematically. Uh, But I say that because so is Texas Tech. Texas Tech's still in the conference championship race. Um, You just need a lot of help at this point. And again, look at Stark's numbers. He's awful in the second half. He's awful in the Big 12. I mean, for what's been expected and what's happening, he's not doing good. And if they end up 8-4, and four, I've already seen Texas fans saying, why are we upset with losses? We predicted 8-4. and four. And we do that a lot at Texas Tech, but we did that during the Matt Wells era. I mean, at this point, I'm trying to go up on my prediction to eight or nine wins. And Texas is going down and say, well, we we really just thought that this was good enough. And Steve Sarkeesian in particular, and I've thought this the entire time that he was hired, he is a really good game planner, but a terrible coach who lacks culture. He's Jason Garrett. Steve Sarkeesian is a brilliant offensive mind from Sunday to Friday. But on game day, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And they hired him to be in charge of the richest program in the country Because he coached at Alabama? What head coaching resume did he have to prove that he could be a great head coach? They fired a guy who won four bowl games and had a 10-win season. Now, things were imploding, but that that was a rough time. And I'm not a Tom Herman fan or anything, but... I hope he gets another chance, and I think he will. And I hope he humbled himself after the Texas debacle. But overreaction Monday, Steve Sarkeesian should be fired. He does not have the juice. He does not have the the ability to be a good head coach in the Big 12 or the SEC for that matter. 
Other overreaction Monday, West Virginia loses one more game and Graham Harrell is the interim head coach. I'd have to look at West Virginia's schedule. I think they might play TCU and Morgantown this weekend. If TCU boat races West Virginia and Morgantown, I think that's the schedule. If that happens, if TCU wins by 50 in Morgantown, Neil Brown will have coached his last game. They'll find the money. And Graham Harrell will be named the interim. We'll take our final break of the hour here. More. Uh, <laughs> overreaction Mondays. <laughs> Completely blank. I was going to say Bandwagon Wednesdays coming up. It's the Overreaction Monday show. Uh, more of that coming up with you guys. 806-855-3712. Keep coming in. And we got about 10 minutes left after the break. Good grief. I'm going to try to recover from that stroke I just had in the break. We'll be back after this. This is Rob Brosh on Talk 103.9. Welcome back. Rob Rocho. Overreaction Monday from the NFL. Geno Smith is the best quarterback in the NFC West. You say that again for the people at home just tuning in. Overreaction Monday. Geno Smith is the best quarterback in the NFC West. Better than Kyler Murray. Better than Matt Stafford. Super Bowl champion Matt Stafford. Better than Jimmy G. Geno Smith, baby. Overreaction. The Cowboys will not make the playoffs. That is a huge overreaction. Let me tell you why. Let me t- I'm, I'm going to have to pull up a couple of things here. But but I think uh, here's what's going to have to happen. Uh, the Cowboys are going to have to fall apart because if you look at the NFL playoffs last year, playoffs. So this is the problem with having just one guy here, and then somebody spouting off like this in the overreaction Monday column, and I'm going to have to go find the playoff records of the 2021 playoffs. Okay, here we go. Uh, you had, oh, good grief. Let's see, the worst team in the wild card weekend. If you look back at the wild card games, the Las Vegas Raiders were 10 and 7, and so were the Cincinnati Bengals. 10 and 7. 10 and 7. If you go back to the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles were 9 and 8 last year, made the playoffs. 9 and 8. Okay. Uh, You go back to the Cardinals and Los Angeles, 11 and 6. So the Eagles, the worst record in the playoffs last year, at 9 and 8. If you look around the NFC this year, 
Uh, there's plenty of opportunity. The, the NFC West is all four and three or three and three. Tough, tough, tough look there in the NFC West. But one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. That's how it works. And then you go to the NFC North, all those teams are bad. One of those teams is going to make the playoffs. I guess the Vikings are the best team there. They might run away with it. By the way, you get to play all those teams. Then you look at the NFC South. The Bucks are falling apart. The Saints aren't very good. The Panthers are the Panthers. I mean, if you just look around, if if the Cowboys don't win the division and there's two wild card teams and let's say the Giants get the first wild card team, who else? Who else is making the playoffs? If it's not the Cowboys, who is it? And I'm not, I seriously, people think when I talk about the Cowboys, I'm just being a homer, but I'm not. Look around the NFL. Who else in the NFC is going to make a run, a real legitimate run, who is where the Cowboys are right now and has the Cowboys schedule? Now, I think the the commanders can be swept. Though Heineke makes that team better, in my opinion. I think the Giants, you'll probably split with. I think the Eagles, you can split with. They might sweep you. But again, I keep going back to the rest of this schedule. You can beat the Packers. You can beat the AFC the teams that you play. And starting at 5-2... and two, with this scenario, I mean, yeah, you're you're t- you're texting to overreaction Monday. I get it, but I think that's a big overreaction to a Lions team that was close to the fourth quarter, but was in a position to beat the Eagles. The Seahawks at four and three, that game was forty eight forty five. That Lions team, that same Lions team scored 35 on the Eagles. You held them to six. Now, maybe the Patriots figured some stuff out when they when they blanked them. Because the Patriots shut them out. Like 29 to nothing. So something happened with this offense between now and then. But still, this is the NFL. And that is an NFL offense that put up 45 and 35 against two teams with winning records. They wrote Geno Smith. He didn't write back. And the final score when you played him was 24-6. to Dak Prescott hadn't played in a month. Looked a little rusty. But finished strong. Had a great throw to CD. Had a great throw to the tight end. And I think all of a sudden you're developing these young tight ends and they might be onto something there with that Indiana kid. So I would be very surprised if the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. Now, will they win a playoff game? 
Will they go two rounds deep in the playoffs? Will they get to the NFC Championship? I'm not ready to say any of that. But the nature of the NFL playoffs now compared to a few years ago, it's just flat out much easier to make it. There's seven teams that make it instead of six. So it's not just, I mean, hell, you could have all four NFC East teams make it. There's three wild cards. It's not just two wild cards anymore. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, this off the text, I want to read it real quick. Uh, Kyler Murray's not even the best Call of Duty player in the NFL. <laughs> oh, man. Kyler Murray's going to get cliff fired. It's so sad. Though maybe they figured some stuff out last week. Maybe so. We'll see what happens. It's the Rob Bro Show with you as the co-host. 806-855-3712. We'll see you tomorrow. The Raiderland, 11 a.m. The Rob Bro Show follows. See you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.